Hello and welcome to Fibber McGee and Molly from otrgold.com. This episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors. Noticed when you were driving home in your car how different sounds create different moods? The purr of a good motor, for instance, is a happy sound. The rattle of a loose fender is an annoying sound. But the saddest sound in the world is when you're just pulling into your driveway and a tire goes... Yep, it's Fibber McGee and Molly. Gone the luck anyhow, a flat tire. Right in our own driveway. Well, I can't think of a better driveway to have it in. Look at that thing. Flatter than the day before payday. Oh, dear. Oh, God, that's a new tube, too, Molly. I just bought that tube yesterday at Kramer's Drugstore for a buck nineteen. A dollar nineteen? Yes. Isn't that pretty cheap for an inner tube? Yeah, too cheap, I guess. I should have known better when he gave me that free box of tire patches with it. <laughs> I bought the tube, though, even at that, only Kramer says it's unconditionally guaranteed. Good. Against everything but blowouts and punctures. <laughs> well, no use beefing about it now. The only thing is to do is fix it. Let me get my tools out of the trunk there. You know, it's pretty cold to be working out here, dearie. Why don't you call the garage and have them do it? Oh, it won't take long to yank this tire off to see. I'll take the tube in the house to patch it when I get it off. All right, here's my jack. I'll get that tire off in it for you. Mr. Old-timer. Hey, Tony, you know something? Your tire's flat. <laughs> well, thanks a lot. I hadn't noticed. I can sympathize with you, son. I've been having a bad time with my motorcycle lately myself. You yeah. have? What gives you trouble, the tires or the motor? The payments, mostly. That <laughs> 12 bucks a month is harder to scrape up than old chewing gum. Well, it's nice transportation, anyhow, if you can stand it. Yep. Me and Bessie wheeled into a filling station the other day on my motorcycle, kids. And I ordered my tires pumped up, headlight cleaned, a book of matches, drink of water, two road maps, and the goggles wiped. <laughs> then it turns to Bessie and I says, Bessie, I says, Here I am, O.T. You walk so fast, hello, y'all. Why, hello, Bessie. Hi, Bess. Well, I gotta get busy and get this. Get right down there on the step, Bessie. Your little footsies hurt. Oh, something awful, O.T. I got a corn crop that should happen to Kansas. Are those new shoes, Bessie? That's it, I guess. I just don't understand how leather can be so hard on your feet when it's so soft on a cow. Well, I told you them heels was too high for you, Bessie. Makes you walk like a hamstrung moose. Good <laughs> Baby. much, Bessie. You ought to try Cuban heel next. Oh, don't mention Cuban heels to Bessie, don't you? She had a terrible experience one time. You see, I'll, I'll, I'll tell it, O.T. I'll tell it. Let me tell it. <laughs> oh, you'll never tell it right, Bessie. Bessie gets things kind of mixed up, kids. You see what happened? What happened to me, O.T.? 
Gee whiz, take it easy, chillin. My gosh, let's start over. Now, you had a bad experience, Bessie. Yes, I did. With a Cuban heel. A Cuban heel. He was from Havana. <laughs> off with my sister and my postal savings. <laughs> the scoundrel. He must have been a cad and a bounder, Bessie. I don't know about the cad, Charlie, but he sure was a bounder. Yeah. And Bessie's papa shot on him. He bought a clean over a barn and two silos. Didn't <laughs> he, baby? Three silos, old team. <laughs> when him and my sister and my postal savings left together, there were... Oh, I sure'd like to meet up with a dirty dog, Bessie. Show him. Oh, you're so masterful, O.T. What would you do? Challenge him to a duel to see which one gets my hand? I sure would, baby. The hand with the postal savings in it. Come on, let's go, doll, baby. Okay, nature boy. Ta-ta, you are. Go along, baby. you put on that inner tube already, dearie. Yeah. And I must say that for you, you've been very patient about it. Ordinarily, you'd have been kicking it around the living room, screaming with rage. <laughs> <laughs> well, my dear, there's no use losing one's temper. Let me pump her up a little more here. There, there we are. All set. There, I got her. Got her patched tighter than a packed wool girdle. Have you? You betcha. When I do a job, I... <laughs> oh, what do you know, another leak <laughs> Hand me the tire patches again, love boat I'll fix this soon if it takes you to... Come in Oh, it's Ollie the janitor, McGee Come in, Ollie right, Thanks, Mrs. Hello, McGee Hey, that smells like burning rubber in there <laughs> That's burning rubber, Ollie I was writing a letter to Santa Claus, and I made so many mistakes, my eraser caught on fire. <laughs> Just kidding, Ollie. He bought a bargain sale inner tube, and he's had to patch it four times. Well, bargain seemed always bargains, missus. I got my wife at a clearance sale. <laughs> what? You got your wife at a clearance sale? Oh, don't misunderstood me. She wasn't for sale. She was working as a clerk, and I mean, in the buy some gender underwear. Oh, Romantic little setting. Cupid slugs you right in the red finals, eh, Ollie? What happened, Ollie? Well, in the first place, missus, they weren't red finals. They was purple. Purple? Purple? Well, how gaudy. Eighty-nine cents a pair they bought. And I says to my wife, only she wasn't my wife then, she was used to pull the room. I says, was this a good bargain? And she says in a whisper, she says, use between me and you, mister, don't cook them. Why not, I says. 89 cents is a very cheap price. And she says they wouldn't wish good. We call them our shrinking violets. <laughs> very friendly gesture, I'd say. However, if you're going to have a romance with winter underwear, you might as well start from scratch. <laughs> so I suppose you thought if uh, she was that honest with a customer, Ollie, she'd make you a good wife, huh? Well, no, Mrs. Not exactly. I was think this kid knows more about washing than selling. Whether I got to sell? Nothing. Whether I got to wash? Nothing. <laughs> so I say, what time you got through work tonight? And she says, six o'clock. That was a mistake, too. Why was it? 
Of course, if you got married, and now she is never to work. Oh, but if you get good marriage, you don't mind you donating your time. Good <laughs> time. Sweet McGee. Well, sweet ain't exactly the word I'd use, kiddo, but he's a good solid fella. Weighs 213 with a shovel full of coal. <laughs> hey, the next time I fall for a bargain in a tube like this, I, I'll know better, you know. Did I ever tell you about the time I and Charlie Hatch had the tire trouble? Often. Well, then I'll tell it again just to entertain myself. I'm easy amused. <laughs> see, I and Hatch had a flat tire, see, and yeah. no patches. So I says, let's match and see who walks back to buy a patch, Hatch. So I match his hatch for the patch, and hatch loses the match, and hatch and had to go get the patch, see? I said, better get a batch of patches, hatch, because hatch, because if we scratch a patch, and have to patch the scratch, his hatch the back, his hatch the back. Hi, Wally. Hi, pal. Point killer. <laughs> Killing the point in this case was justifiable homicide, dearie. Hello, Mr. Wilcox. I was just passing by, and I thought I'd... Well, what's the interesting odor? Just patching an inner tube, Junior. Oh. I bought one at Kramer's drugstore that's about as airtight as a birdcage. <laughs> well, this is the last patch. Well, we hope. Well, same thing happened to me. I was out for a drive in the country one day and had a blowout about 40 miles out of town. So when out I, uh, for a drive on a working day, Mr. Wilcox? Oh, I had to get out for a while, Molly. I was just worn out. We've had such a rush of business since we announced our new self-polishing water repellent, Loco. There he goes. Look at that, Molly. A throw to first base from way out in left field on the first Well, anyway, anyway. Anyway, there I was, 33 miles from town. You said 40. Oh, by that time, I'd walk back seven miles. Oh. Then I, I came to a farmhouse. I knocked. Boom, boom. Boom, boom. No answer. I walked to the back of the house. And there in the kitchen was a woman mopping the floor with water. Well, what would she be mopping it with? Maple syrup? <laughs> Certainly not. Water's all right to mop your hardwood and linoleum floors with if they're protected with Johnson's self-polishing water repellent. Glow That's right. Because the new glow coat stays on and stays bright. And the water and the spilled things wipe up without leaving any dull streaks at all. Exactly. So I asked the woman if her linoleum was protected with the new water repellent glow coat. So she threw the mop at you and told you not to be so nosy. <laughs> No, she said it was, and why was I asking? I told her I represented the Johnson's wax people, and that's as far as I got. Why? She grabbed me by the hand, took me in, fed me some apple pie, introduced me to Max. Max who? No last name, pal. He was a sheepdog. <laughs> well, <laughs> it seems that old Max for ten years had been tracking in snow and rain and mud over her kitchen floor. But now, it didn't matter. Oh. Because with Johnson's water-repellent glow coat, spots and dirt wipe up without leaving any dingy places. It stays on. It stays bright. Yeah. You don't mop off that brilliant wax protective coating. Yeah. She said it was so sensational, so revolutionary, so terrific. So, 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 so. Hey, wait a minute, Waxy. Yes, pal. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm interfering with your work. Anything I can do to help you with that tire patch, pal? Yes. What? Yes. Go home? Yes. Okay. McGee, I sometimes think you're very rude to Mr. Wilcox. Oh, that's all right, kiddo. Like most successful salesmen, he's got an insult to his own skin. Well, I guess this does it. All set? Yeah. Again? Yeah. 
You see? Look at it. So round, so firm, so fully patched. I knew I'd have been... Listen to that. It's diddly. How could Mr. Kramer stick you with such a shoddy piece of merchandise? That's ridiculous. My job... <laughs> now, take it easy, Snooky. It's all in a lifetime. Just a little leak and a little inner tube. Nothing serious. My gosh, I think this is fun. <laughs> well, as the lady told her husband when he got lost in Arizona, you have an odd sense of humor. <laughs> I never thought I'd say that. I hope this is Mr. Kramer. I'll give him a piece of my mind with hairpins in it. Come in. Hey, it's the mayor. Hi, Latrivia. Come in, Your Honor. Come in. Hello, Molly. Hello, McGee. Am I interrupting some work? No, I'm just playing around patching the cheap inner tube, Latrivia. Glad to lay it down a minute. I'll be glad if you lay it down forever. <laughs> the way it smells in here, I feel like I'd been living in a hot water bottle. <laughs> Too cold to work in the garage, I suppose. Cold? You said it, Latrivia. I had my radio on in the car out there, and three mule trains froze to death. <laughs> Did you get that inner tube at Kramer's bargain sale? Yep, me and Mark Toops and Al Weingan and Charlie Goldring and Hal Bach, we all bought them. Bunch of bargain hunters, I guess. Yes, yes, birds of a feather flock together. They do? Where'd you see them, Latrib? The season is still open. Let's go get some. Hey, Molly, get my shotgun. No, 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 no. We're not going hunting. I didn't say anything. You said about... they were flocking together, Latrib. And that's the way I like them, together. Never could hit them unless they got bunched up. Make us some hot coffee. Molly, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait. Please. What do you mean, wait? You want somebody else to knock them all off? Let's get going. season open. You betcha. Where are we going, Latrib? Where'd you see him? Where'd you see him? him? I didn't see them. Listen, will you please? Okay. Clam up, Molly. Big deal. Now then, when I said that birds of a feather flock together, I was not referring to any actual birds. Hmm? I was referring to you bargain hunters. You and Mort Troops and Al Wine. You mean we gotta cut all them guys in on this hunting trip? You'll never get any ducks. Uh, Relax. Uh, Calm down. She's right, Latrev. Now take a deep breath full of burnt rubber on account of I've been patching tires. And tell me where you saw all these ducks. wide irrigation ditch out north past the airport? Yes, 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 yes. Remember the little cemetery just west of it? Little cemetery? I don't remember that cemetery. You don't remember? Oh, uh, how silly. One? Yes. Yes, an open one. I'm having the headstone made tomorrow. 
Have you a middle initial, McGee? G, Latrivia. Thank you. G. McGee. That helps a lot. Good day. You know something? I don't think I'd better go anywhere with that guy with loaded shotguns. Oh, well, hand me the patches again, kiddo. Let's get back to work. Now, let's see. I have... Ah, now I got it this time, Molly. I got it whipped. This inner tube is tighter than a ballet dancer's pants. Well, good. You've only got about four dollars worth of patches on that dollar nineteen tube, you know. Yeah, but look at that tube, Tootsie. Good as new. Better, in fact, because it's twice as thick now as it was before I put the patches on it. McGee, what are you listening to? No, don't tell me. I hear it. This <laughs> <laughs> is a little discouraging, isn't it? Yes, it is. Personally, I'd take that thing and I'd... Come in. Well, Dr. Gamble, do come in. Thank you, Molly. And good day to you, Butterfingers. <laughs> well, bless my soul if it isn't the grand exalted patron of the Butcher's Union. <laughs> Did you hear about Doc's new racket, Molly? He gets a cut on every patient that comes in the hospital. Your jokes, loudmouth, are almost as foul as the air in here. What are you running today, a smelter? Well, if you accent the first syllable, Doctor, yes, he is. I'm patching a tire tube, Tubby. Bought one of those no-bargain inner tubes with the built-in leak from Kramer's drugstore. <laughs> he hasn't been missed that so much, Doctor, since he did his magic act at the Elk Smoker. <laughs> well, he should do a very good job with that tube, Molly. It takes a flat tire to fix a flat tire. I'll... Oh, yeah? Uh-huh. If I had that spare you carry around your middle balloon boy, I could throw this tube away. <laughs> Furthermore, you big encyclopediatrician. Wait a minute. Big what? Encyclopediatrician, the guy that doctors children out of a set of books. <laughs> Only you'd do better if you knew how to read. Oh, now, McGee, that's ridiculous. Oh, Why, Dr. Gamble can read almost anything. He can even read his own prescriptions, can't you, Doctor? Certainly. Some of them. <laughs> You just concentrate on the tire, dearie. Have you any more patches out in the car? Sure, I got more patches in the room here, but I got no more room here for patches. Unless I can squeeze one more on right here. Yeah, there. That ought to get it. That's, That's a very handsome job, slob. Thanks. Watching your hands at work there reminds me of myself when I did my first operation. <laughs> you ever watch him operate, Molly? No, but I've heard He that. goes after a tonsil like a fullback after a fumble. <laughs> hospital saves plenty of dough on anesthetics because when the patient gets to look at the gamble, he thinks dead away and they operate before he comes to life. McGee, <laughs> you know that's a dirty slander. Yeah. My hospital... Uh, I can't engage in any further discussions now, doctor. I've work to do. <laughs> I'm a busy boy, boy. Busy as a beaver. Huh. Between you and a beaver, sonny, there is one large difference. Yeah, what? A beaver has a flat tail. So long, Molly. <laughs> ah, good old Doc. He's, 
Hey, look, Molly. This did it, kiddo. I stopped the leak. The tube is fixed. Well, Mother's proud of you, dearie. The last patch, too. Yep. Oh, I've learned something this time, kiddo. You betcha. Old take-it-easy McGee. The soul of patience. From now on, my temper is going to be as steady as a... As a... As a... Oh, no. It can't be. Oh, dear, now this... This is, is the end. This rotten, dirty, chiseling, leaky tube. Give me them scissors. Here, dearie, take the butcher knife. That's better. Thanks. I'll cut this dead rat as loud as Oh, no, no. I'll feed the bajunior out of it. Oh. That's dead rat as... Sit down a minute. Hi, George. I. Oh, my gosh. Listen. What on earth is. I cut it to ribbons and still it hisses at me. (laughs) Where's our neck? Get me some dynamite. McGee. Huh? Well, I, I, I guess I should have mentioned this before, but, well, I just forgot. Forgot? Forgot what? Well, it was so cold this morning, I. I turned on the steam in the radiator. What? You mean, you mean none of them leaks was leaked? I guess not. Oh, this is me. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, this is a season for bad driving conditions. Over some of them, we have no control. But we can drive carefully and be sure our cars are working properly. The figures for traffic fatalities are pretty appalling. Remember, it's better to be a live driver or pedestrian than a dead statistic. Good night. Good night, all. Try 